Okay, you guys, I, I know I say how excited I am every single week for you guys to be introduced to the guest of the day, but truly, truly, truly from the bottom of my soul, I think this is one of the most important and exciting interviews for you to listen to. I am speaking with Ashley Ann, AKA King Ashley Ann. She has a million followers on Instagram, which is why I was kind of shocked when her publicist reached out to me and wanted to get her on find your magic. And my jaw hit the floor when I saw all of her materials. This woman is a freaking star. She's a powerhouse. She is a best-selling author, a social media strategist, an award-winning event designer. That was the business she started with. And she's been consulting for over 13 years. But what she does right now is she offers some of the most robust marketing education programs I've ever seen in my life. And today, She joined me on Find Your Magic for a couple of reasons. One, to talk about how you can start making money from a small following on social media. That's the clickbait, and we definitely get to that. But also because she was really excited and moved by the idea of entrepreneurs taking the time to really get their mental health right. And this is a person who has coached over 700 people, count them, 700 people to create six and seven figure incomes. That is an insane statistic to me. She's so smart. She's so fun. We had such a great conversation. You're so lucky you get to listen in on it. But, you know, stay through to the end. That's where we really get into the meat of the marketing tactics and the sort of business stuff. But honestly, like what a great story she has. So inspiring. And if you had any doubts that your financial success and your success in the sense of feeling fulfilled in your work. If you had any doubts that it didn't start with your mental health or getting your soul right, this conversation is going to change your mind. (laughs) I'm so excited. Please welcome my new friend, King Ashley Ann. Ashley Ann, man, I went down such a wormhole when I saw your name come into my inbox and you were pitched as how to make money with a small following. And then I read some of the results that you've been able to get your clients and it just absolutely blew my mind. So I would love if you started with telling us your story, how did you get started in the social media space? What was that aha moment for you? Like, wow, I can really help people. This is my skill. And then what are you doing right now? So let's start with where you started. Okay. So grew up in the country. So super Southern, went to school, got a corporate job. Um, was really good at what I was doing in the corporate world, but was not fulfilled, did not mm. like it. And then I, I didn't like having to assimilate. And it was really bothering me when I really thought about the fact that I had to always ask someone for permission, right? Yes. 
And I I had this ball. So my hair is like, it's tame. You know, it's more like kind of on the straighter side today. But normally it's huge. It's curly. It's like a lion's mane. And, you know, having somebody telling you that your hair is, you know, a distraction, right? And lots of Black people have dealt with this, like, just throughout history and especially here in America. When you really start kind of thinking about stuff like that, it's like, do I really want to be here? Do I think I'm, am I going to be able to put up with 30, 40 years of this type of crap? And I was like, no. really um so that was that was the first thing like I got to get out of here yes Um, (laughs) yes well and also I want to call attention to the fact that you even asked that question in the first place right like that takes bravery too of do I want to be here right because I think that so many of us just don't even have the language to start to ask the question all we know is this doesn't feel right this I feel small So I love that. I love that you were asking those types of questions. Why am I feeling this way? This isn't right. How do I get out of here? (laughs) Yeah. And then um, from there, basically, I I was going through my master's program and I'd done this whole feasibility study and stuff on my event design and production firm. And I'm also noticing that other people that have the financial freedom and security um, that I aspire to have, I was like, almost all of them had their own businesses mm-hmm. or they at least had a side hustle if they weren't full-time, right? Yes. Um, so I'm starting to kind of put two and two together and I'm like, they put you in this machine and you start realizing that the machine is broken. And yes. when I came out of college, it was like during the recession, like the 0809. Same, I graduated 09 and it was right into, I'm almost grateful for it. I talked about it just <laughs> yesterday because they were talking, I was mentoring someone and they were saying, oh, I'm graduating and it's going to be this recession. It's going to be impossible to get a job. And I was like, not to be that asshole, but I graduated into a recession yeah. and it was one of the best gifts that I ever could have had because I was forced. And it sounds like you probably were too, to start to be like, what skills do I have? What side hustle can I come up with? What creative idea can I dig into to survive? Absolutely. And so, and it also, I'll be honest, I feel like it makes you not only more resourceful, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it gives you a proper perspective, right? on, you know, like as far as like work, what things are really important and being able to have some type of contingency plan for, you know, when things are down in the market. Um, And so you're not really having to struggle, right? Or being able to learn from other people's struggles and experiences because it's like during that time, people were losing their houses left and right. CEOs of these huge companies were all of a sudden like delivering pizza. You know, the kids were being put out of school. It was just, it was just so wow. You know what I mean? It was so dramatic. I mean, I remember it was, it felt like it was a matter of weeks between feeling like, okay, I'm, I just moved to New York city. I'm this bright eyed, bushy tailed college grad, and I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to work in PR and then getting there and being like, oh, I can't afford a cup of coffee, like just immediately like that shift. It was so dramatic and you're so right. The news was wild. Yeah. People are losing like in between 50% to 90% of their net worth, like overnight. I mean, it was just, it was nuts. You know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. I, but I, I like, 
I like you said, it's a gift because tough times or hard times, mm -hmm. they are what's really going to like, they're going to spark your creativity. Yeah. They're going to really force you to dig into like your network and your skill set. And they're going to really help you prioritize what's important. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Which brings me to my favorite subject, which is mental health <laughs> and getting your mindset right. And whether spirituality is something that you can access, having something other than just money, because if it's just money, then, and I would love your perspective on this, but I believe if you're working just for money, then immediately there's an air of desperation and fear of scarcity and this attitude of lack instead of a feeling of cultivating abundance feeling like you're already secure, understanding that like money will come. It's, it sounds like such a hippie woo woo shift and maybe in many ways it is, but <laughs> I've seen it over and over and over again. Every single person I bring on this podcast has had that moment, that aha moment where they're like, oh, as soon as I stopped fixating on just money and saw the bigger picture and started thinking about what does freedom look like? What does security look like? And then, like you said, start to get creative and answer those questions. Yeah. And I'll be honest, when it comes to like anybody I know that's focused on just money, honestly, they're miserable human beings. They're, yeah. just, they're not happy. They're not happy people because if it was just money, you know what I mean? Like think about all of, think about all the really wealthy people that have like unalived themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think about all really wealthy people that are like super lonely. They have no friends. They have no family. They mm -hmm. have no romantic partner. They, you know, they've totally isolated themselves from everyone because they've been total jerks and haven't nurtured any of their personal relationships. They were all the people that, you know, they have all of this money, but literally they, they don't have any depth because when it comes to other relationships, they feel like anyone that's around them is there because they want something from them. You know what I mean? It's, it's no uh. genuine connection. Like there, so it's so one, I think people have to understand when you're trying to manifest money and you're trying to bring like financial stability and security and, you know, even build generational wealth and stuff. It's really more about, for me, it's really more about being in servitude and then figuring out also when it comes to my life like mm -hmm. what's the ideal life what does it look like so having some type of intent for the money and yeah. when you're trying to be in alignment with something it's you you have to be it right it's the behaviors and the mindset and the attitude and the consistent actions that get you in alignment with it so the money can come so a lot of times people think like oh well yeah of course they feel that way or they think that way because they make all this money you know oh you make millions of dollars so of course no well this started when i started with 125 dollars in a laptop right and my pertaining to money is what drew the money to me. And you're absolutely right. It's not about being focused on money. It's how can I provide the best experience for, you know, my client? How can I provide, right, the best system? How can I, you know, get the optimal benefit or the maximal results, like focusing on those things? And it puts you in a position where people want to come to you and they want to spend their money with you.
So magic makers back when I was freelancing full time and I only had one-on-one clients, I was in such a pickle because I really didn't understand how I was going to be able to scale my business and be able to actually make money without literally putting more hours in my day. I was so burnt out. I was so exhausted. I didn't know what to do. I hated having to hunt for clients every single month. And I am not exaggerating when I tell you the best thing I did in my business, looking back over the last three years is create a signature digital course. And I host that course on Kajabi. Kajabi is a sponsor of this podcast, but I would talk about them till the cows come home anyway, because they literally completely changed the way that I do business and have allowed me to pursue the projects that I really want to pursue because I just make money on autopilot. Now my course is out into the world. It was so easy to create and launch because not only do they have the best customer support I've ever seen in my life, but you can actually build marketing funnels and email funnels and like anything that you can possibly think of that you would need as a support for your online course, it's already on Kajabi and they show you exactly how to do it. So if you're like me and you're technology averse, Kajabi is literally the best option for you. And I shopped around and I am so happy I landed with Kajabi. It's the number one, most trusted knowledge commerce platform for a reason. So if you want a 30 day free trial, head to kelseyformost.com slash Kajabi. That's kelseyformost.com slash K-A-J-A-B-I. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's like this two pronged approach that I'm sort of visualizing. I love what you said. I wrote it down immediately. Your intent for the money. I love that. I bet you, I I even thought like, I need to be better about that. I need to not just focus on, okay, getting more students or, you know, having more listeners and subscribers coming to me for value. But like, once they come, what's my intention with that money? That's such a good question, Ashley. And then the other thing that I love is coming at it from that place of servitude And understanding that if you're providing value to someone else, they are in turn going to value you, right? And money is energy. Money is is. what are you worth to me, right? Like, how can you help me up my life? Reciprocity and the law of compensation are so real. And I think people really like, I don't think people really take the time to try and understand the law of compensation. And this is why, and I give you an example, it's not even about like who's the most valuable, right? In society or in Mm -hmm. a community, it's who can create the experience and who, or who can deliver something in a very unique way that someone else can't. And what I mean by this is let's, let's take teachers, for example, right? I love teachers. I think almost all of us could probably agree that at least here in the States, teachers are very underpaid, like the tremendous amount of work that they do just the pay does not, it does not reflect the effort by any means. It doesn't make sense. Like when you think about that, you know, this person, these teachers, these people, they're really molding like a lot of us, right? We spend like a majority, we're spending like what, seven, eight hours with. Yes. Shaping Um, our literal future. 
And yes, yeah, we're yes, making them pay for paper clips. I, My partner's a teacher, so I this is a this yes. is a hill I will die on. Hundred <laughs> percent. So you and almost every teacher I know has a second job. When the summer comes, they all have to go pick up extra work. Yes. Almost every teacher I know they take their work home with them. They really have a heart for these kids. So if there's a kid that doesn't have food or doesn't have clothes or their parents don't have the money for the supplies, the teacher who's not even being compensated properly is now taking the income that they have to go and make you know ends meet for yeah. these other children right <laughs> yeah. other students that need these things right and then let's not even get into children that are dealing with you know like really horrible pre- parents and they're being abused and you know what I mean there's all yeah. this stuff that these teachers are taking on they're therapists they're sociologists yeah. they're coaches they're mentors yes I agree right. So let's think, so let's think about a teacher, right? And when you do it, when you're looking at a teacher in like primary or secondary education, they're not going to have the highest pay. It doesn't mean that they're not valuable. doesn't mean that they're not doing a tremendous service, but in our society, we go, well, there's a bunch of teachers out here and I can push them through here and I can give them this curriculum. And we're going to give these children these standardized tests. And if they're passing these and this teacher is following this curriculum and this test and exercise model, well, then that is that right and then we get up right to like once we start getting into like university and college and you know graduate level and stuff like that well those teachers get paid a lot more right Right. so now so now we get why because well there's a higher compensation put there because well they're teaching our leaders they're teaching the business owners right when in reality the primary teachers were teaching them because and cultivating them right because we all had to go through that before we could get right Right. <laughs> yes. But anyway, anyway, so so here, so this this is the excuse, and this person has been featured here, and they've written this book, and they have this thesis, and they've been published here. So now they're a doctor, and they have tenure here, and so they even get a higher compensation than the other teachers at the university level, right? Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. we get into private teachers, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> and there's layers and layers. Right. So now you get into these private teachers. Right. And they get paid even more than they write even more. And then then you see like an actor or an actress. Right. And this actor or actress is not responsible for thousands of young lives and molding them and helping them, you know, figure out their direction and giving them their base level skills and giving, helping them um, cultivate their ability to learn new things, right? That right. That's not happening, but this actor or actress gets paid millions of dollars for their films and TV roles and right. commercials and endorsements and stuff like that, right? right? Well, that's because this actor or actress has figured out how to communicate in a very unique way, right? That connects with people all over the planet earth, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And, and I'm going to do it, right? I'm going to, I'm going to be willing to put myself in front of, you know, the whole world or the whole nation yeah. to get this done. Yes. The teach the actor is not more valuable than the teacher, right? right? But the actor or the actress, they have figured out a way to to get 
thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people, and in some cases, millions of people to buy in to their communication form, right? Mm -hmm. Which we know is acting, right? So portraying a character and telling the story of it, right? And they can do it in such a unique way and they can do it better than all of the other aspiring actors and actresses. Yeah. And it's all, you're so right, Ashley Ann. And that in a nutshell is marketing and perceived value. Like welcome to the masterclass. Uh, (laughs) We just went through. It's so true. And what I want people to do is take that and think about how you might apply that to your own career and your own life and your own perceived value. Right. You got to figure out what your selling proposition is, honestly. And what can you do in a way that other people cannot and how many people can you convince yes <laughs> that, that right that your way is the I don't even want to say the best I will say uh the optimal way or the most unique way right yes. and there are not other people that can replace you right. in that area if that yes. makes sense oh my god it makes total sense I mean I come from my, my bread and butter, the foundation of my entire business and my whole brand is copywriting. And the reason that I come back to copywriting again and again is because of exactly what you just said. Those, that part of business never changes. Understanding your unique selling proposition, knowing, okay, I'm going to write my, I'm going to write my business value prop. I'm going to know what is the number one thing that I do or sell that my customers actively want. Like what is the pain point I'm solving for them that my competition doesn't offer, or they don't Mm -hmm. offer it in this way. And once you understand that, everything else falls into place. And by the way, you cannot excel. You can't make, you can't open up new levels of financial success until you understand the basics. And I think a lot of people get caught up and I would love to know your thoughts on this. They get caught up in the shiny object syndrome and kind Mm -hmm. of their attention's going here, their attention's going there. They're picking brand colors. They don't like that. They're nitpicking and editing and they're, they off, they're offering way too many things because they don't understand who their niche audience is and they burn out. Right. I mean, we talked about this a little bit before we hit record that 90% of small businesses close within the first year, because I believe so much of it is just burnout and lack of planning for resources. Yeah, I would definitely say lack of planning and mentorship, like mm-hmm. because pe- people there, there's two types of people. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. three. Okay, you got one. You got the people that they have huge egos and they think they can do everything on their own, and they completely totally discount other people's experience, right, in an area, um, and so that they can burn it out from that. I'm just gonna do it myself. That's right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> The DIYer, we'll call we'll call pe- person one DIY. Okay, yes. the then DIY the, egoist. <laughs> yes. Then you have the second person who is uh, an infopreneur, and they're afraid to actually take a step. And they do value other people's experiences, but they don't. They it's like that connection piece is missing. Well, I've got to actually take a step. But these people, they will take every class, they will take every course, they will watch every video, they come to every stream, they will read every line, they're going through the book, they're opening every email. They are just collecting information, 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 information about this thing, whatever the thing is that they want to do. And they never, they but never, they, they never take a step. They never, 
it. They're just happy to keep learning about it. They but just keep downloading those freebies. Their desktop is just a freebie graveyard. Oh my God. I love this term it, infopreneur. Right? That's so <laughs> funny, Ashley. The copywriter in me is very happy. <laughs> you got the third person, right? And they're, they're somewhere in the middle. And that's, that's this is the person that says, I'm going to take some steps. And along the way, they start recognizing there are other people. They've already been here, done this. They know other things that I don't know. Let me get a book. Let me get in a course. Let me get in a program. Let me consume this information and execute on it, right? that mm. That's the idea spot you want to be as an entrepreneur. And so, and so whenever you're really, you know, thinking about like, what do I want to build? What am I trying to attract to myself? You want to try and be that third person. Like mm. I need to value, I need to understand there are other people who have already done this and they can get down that learning curve much faster than me. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I can't be so paralyzed by fear and, or just feel like, oh, well, I need more information. No, I, they gave me the steps. They gave me the information. They gave me a pathway. Let me go and execute on. So you, so you got those three and I, yes. I see it all the time. I see it all of the time. And normally that person that's the third person that says, I value mentorship. I value guidance. I value someone else's experience. I'm let me get the book. Let me get the course. Let me get the class. Let me get into a mastermind, whatever, you know, let me just go and consume this particular person's free content online and let me use it. That's going to be the person that's going to take the action and that's going to win. You know what I mean? Yes. That, that's that person. Okay, magic maker, I'm going to take this to the basics real quick. If you don't know, copywriting is writing that's designed to make someone take a desired action. That action could be subscribing to your email list or buying a product and everything in between. And yeah, you could hire a professional copywriter every time you need to write something for your business, but that's going to cost you thousands of dollars a year for somebody who's actually good. So why not learn how to write your own high converting copy so that you can write your own emails and write a website once and for all that actually represents who you are and your unique gift that you share with the world and connects with your ideal clients in a way that encourages them to take action. You can learn all of that and more in my signature course, copy class. It's designed for non-writers and entrepreneurs who don't really have time to go through a really extensive numbers, heavy copywriting class. This is for you. If you just want the basics so that you can write your own copy, get a website that converts once and for all that's kelseyforemost.com slash copy class. Oh yeah. And also you're so right. And I, I feel like that person, that third person in my head, I was like, Oh, the strategist, right? Because like you can learn, you can be that infopreneur, but like, unless you actually strategize your plan and you plan it out and like take action, strategic action. Cause there's the other danger is like, And this is perhaps maybe that DIY egoist, that first person where you're just like doing everything. 
because you're like, and that's how they get to the burnout. And that's how they get to the burnout. Because they're doing everything. Totally. But the third person that has a value in someone else's experience and knowledge and they say, you know, maybe I need to get into this group or I need to join this mastermind or I need mm-hmm. to hire a coach or let me go get this book so I can know what I'm supposed to do because they're not wasting all this time trying to figure out what to do and do everything on their own. They're mm-hmm. more successful. And this is the thing, successful people leave clues. And at the end of the day, they give themselves every advantage. Everybody from Oprah Winfrey to Warren Buffett, they have coaches, they have mentors. They're not out here trying to do it all on their own. They understand. There's no shame in it. Like, I think that that's the other piece is there's this weird, I don't know why, but there's this feeling of like, I should already know how to do everything. And then if, do you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) So that's because social media has people feel like they're supposed to be experts. I'm so over the Mm. expert era. Okay. Like this started, I feel, I feel like really like around 2000, like 13, 14 or something, Mm -hmm. maybe a little, you know what I'm saying? Definitely 2015, it was here. And it was like, everybody was like, you gotta be an expert to sell a course, to sell a book, to sell a hamburger. You gotta be an expert. Oh, I would love to be a hamburger expert. That sounds like that would be a lot of fun to learn. (laughs) What it does though, it gives people anxiety and people get imposter syndrome and they start feeling like they're not enough, right? And then they're Mm. out here trying to do all of this other stuff that isn't going to amount to anything from them. And I always tell my clients, just focus on being a resource. We don't want to be... We just want to be a resource, right? Like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I know. This is my skill set, or this is what has worked for me. And I just want to share it with you. You know what I mean? I just, I just want to share what's working for me with you. And if you, if you want to pick up what I'm putting out, great. And if you don't, I understand that too. You know what I mean? Just focus on being a resource and take that pressure off. And this is why you get all of these people that are like, I have to know all of it. I have to be able to do it or it, puts people, they, they feel like they're behind, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because social media is like a, a highlight reel. And there's very few of us that, you know, we're transparent and we'll show up and say, I'm not having a good day. I failed at this. This was a challenge for me today. I'm trying to get this done. Y'all haven't slept in a week because this, 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 and this went wrong. And I'm trying, there's a handful of us that will do that. Everybody else is trying to pretend like they're super perfect. They're like, look at me, you know, at the beach with my, you know, my Louis Vuitton shoes on. And there's nothing wrong wrong with And you don't see their credit card bill where they can't pay it off. They can't pay those shoes off because- or or, they, or the fact that they put took pictures in them and returned them back to Neiman Marcus, or they're not even real. They're down there shopping at the swap meet. They're buying, you know, they're buying oh replicas of everything. But they want you to. They want to give this appearance. I'm great. I'm amazing. I'm fabulous. You know, and yeah. you don't need that stuff to be fabulous. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that stuff. There, but right. as long as you can afford it, but it makes people. So if you're just because I have to help clients do this all the time, I they bet. come to me and they're like. Oh, you know, I feel like I, I should be doing better. I missed the mark financially. You know, I'm a loser. Like all these other people, they're they're 25 and they're 32 and and they have these houses and they're driving these great cars and everybody has a Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> you know, comparisonitis. Yeah. They're yes, they're all vacationing every other month and they've been to Mexico's and Mykonos and like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just here at home and I'm like, you're not behind. Like in those yeah. people. 
that's not real. Like it's not sustainable either. Like this is the thing. (laughs) And also, yeah. And also like that, that was a lesson from the last recession, which was like the statistic again, nerd over here. The statistic is that most Americans are, I think it's one and a half paychecks away away from being homeless. Yeah. And when the vid happened, like you could quickly see that there were over 50% of Americans Mm -hmm. that had no foundational fund. And I think there's only about 40 something percent of Americans. And this is including the boomers that have over $10,000 inside of an account. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. That's really wild. Okay. So I'd love to shift a little bit because you have such valuable insights and you are an expert. hate to break it to you. You're also a resource, but you're also an expert about how to start making money with a small following on social media. And I think it's so interesting the way you're speaking about social media And it really warms my heart because I tell people all the time who come to me that social media, it can be both. It can be that like highlight reel that isn't healthy if you choose that path, or it can be your best resource. It can be this incredible embarrassment of riches as far as connecting with people, learning things, um, like finding mentors, there's so much, uh, good that can come out of social media. And I feel like we're in an era where it's so easy to get caught in the negative aspects. Mm -hmm. So I'd love for you to start with like, what brought you to social specifically and helping people there. And then let's start to have that conversation of how people can start to think about leveraging their small following to start actually moving towards that financial freedom. So I was doing my thing in business and I had done the event stuff and still working well. I actually still had an event design and production company. So I made my first Millie and learned I was actually good at social media. So throughout that time of running that business, I got really, 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 really good at ads. And um, when I started, this is around the time when they were doing those worldwide campaigns to scam people. And so anywho, I was like, like literally every day I was hearing some story about someone like burning through their savings, maxing out their cards, going into their 401k, spending thousands of dollars with these people to run their ads only for nothing to happen in return. Right. It's Um, so sad, honestly. Yeah. So I was like, well, I was like, I know how to do this stuff and I know everybody can't afford me, but I'm just teach for free. <laughs> That's how late my business started. Seriously, <laughs> and then one night I just got on Periscope and I was like, hey, y'all, I'm asking. Periscope, oh my God, yes. wow, throwback. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Yes. I, just, <laughs> I get on there and I say, hey, I'm on Periscope and I think at the time I was doing Facebook too. I had been Facebooking a little bit before that. I said, hey, y'all, I'm Ashley and I teach people, you know, how to make money. I run Facebook ads, yada, yada, yada. And so I've been noticing a lot of y'all have been struggling with this. So let's talk about how we build and how we convert. And I'm going to teach for free. And all you have to do is follow me. And I still teach for free to this day. Um, She's a great follow. She's not kidding. Go follow her. Thank you. Like we look, we're in ads training right now. So, and then, so I start, I started teaching I started opening and I would like, literally, I said, all right, y'all, you know, um, it would be maybe like a $4,000 workshop. 
I would do it for 49 bucks. I was like, 49 bucks, pull up on me virtually instead of in person. Let's go. And I would open up the inside of, it was the power editor back then. I would open up the inside of the power editor mm-hmm. and we would and we would get to work. Um, And so literally showing people like how to make sales, um, how to manage, like going through what your initial expenses should be in business, just whatever, like people needed help with, like literally just showing, I literally just showed up to help people because people kept getting scammed. And I knew there were lots of really amazing people, really talented business owners. A lot of people there are aspiring business owners and they needed this information. It's a crap load of misinformation out there. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to be a resource and I will come. And as long as people need me to show up, I will keep showing up and I will teach for free. And that's literally that's that's what brought me into the social media streets. (laughs) Yeah. God, Periscope. Wow. I'm still on that. Um, or I'm still like back there in the conversation. Yeah, that was such a I've been, I've been at this for a long Yeah. Time. Yes. I mean, gosh, yeah. that was like before. So if you don't know, if you're a Gen Zer, <laughs> you don't, or a boomer or whomever, we're all inclusive and you don't know what Periscope is. Periscope was a live stream that was a live stream platform that was run by Twitter. Mm-hmm. And God, that went extinct in 2016 or 17 or something. And then Instagram, yeah. And then Instagram totally filled that vacuum with IG yeah. live, but wow, what a time. But that's, that's so valuable to talk about because like I said, social media can be like such a good resource for connecting with people. And Ashley was able to build your current business from those beginnings. And I also going way back in the conversation, I want to call out, you started with $125 and a laptop. So I feel like there's this disconnect a lot of time in these conversations with really successful entrepreneurs where we see that seven figure, eight figure, super successful, shiny brand, like personal brand is all buttoned up. They have the help, they have the resources and, or we hear about the humble beginnings, but it's that messy middle that we don't talk about as often. And that's what really is interesting to me. And so hearing about you building that event business and then being like, oh, there's this need in the marketplace and I am allowed to pivot and show up and provide value in a totally new way to build something even bigger. Because a lot of people would stay, you know, in the successful event business just because, oh, well, it's successful. So I'm just going to stick with this. Yeah. (laughs) But for me, it's really about it. I know it's going to sound weird to people, but the events and the social strategy and the ads, it's all the same to me. Yeah. Because it's really for me. So my like I'm gifted in those areas, but my purpose I'm a very powerful manifester and it's to help other people be able to manifest. So mm-hmm. whatever it is, like whether I'm helping you build a business and get, you know, your next 20 sales or your first sale, or if I'm building an amazing fantasy world, you know, for you and your fiance or to celebrate your mom's 75th birthday party in, I'm helping you bring some type of vision or dream to fruition. Yes. Right. And so I want to be able to help other people in that and with that and I and I think that a lot of people when they get started in business 
they feel because they're looking again, like you said, social media is a double edged sword. So they're looking at somebody with like 10 million followers or a hundred thousand followers and they have a verified check mark and they think like, man, they got, no, they don't. I am the person everybody comes to for help. And so I get to see behind the scenes. I know what's really going on in people's bank accounts and what their books, what's happening with their books. And I'm just telling y'all like, it's you should be about prosperity over popularity. Mm-hmm. Do not think you have to have a lot of followers to make money. I have so many clients that only have like 500 to a thousand followers and they're making in between five to $10,000 a month because they're really focused on one, a specific niche and number two, serving or helping that audience. Like you have to get up every day and ask yourself, like, how can I help people. And then more specifically, like, how can I help my people? Right. So for me, my people were entrepreneurs and they were side hustlers and they were small business owners and they were trying to figure out how to navigate, you know, and have success in these social media streets. Then they couldn't do it. And so, because they were getting scammed. So I was like, so I was like, how do I help my people? Right. How do I help these side hustlers and entrepreneurs? And, you know, how do I help them? Well, I can get on here and I can teach for free. And so realistically, you know, whether your person is someone that loves to eat Italian food and those are your people, people that love Italian food in your community or, you know, people that live in apartments, but they want to decorate it and personalize it and make it luxury or your people are, you know, they want to learn more about, you know, improving their credit or retirement planning or something. Figure out who your people are and like literally what can I do to make their life better every day? Yes. Oh, I love that. And speaking of ways that you're making your people's lives better, let's talk for a second about your blueprint to social media sales, because I'm certainly going to take the class. Y'all, I am no ego here. Like I love social media. I have not cracked this code. Like this is something I will fully admit to. I love social media, but my sales are really in the inbox. And so I'm a hundred percent going to Ashley's next blueprint to social media sales event. So do you want to talk about that for a second? And by the way, we'll put it in the show notes so you guys can come with me. Yes, y'all. So y'all pull up on me, plan with Ashley Ann. Um, This is a workshop that I do. It's about $2,500, but I'm doing it complimentary for you guys. So I'm super excited. And this is a real training. It's like three to five hours. Okay. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah, you're going to give me like half of your Sunday, but it's going to be worth it. I promise you're not going to regret it. And I'm going to break down everything like the tools, the systems, the softwares, how we build up bases of buyers, how we convert them, how we double the sales, the whole shebang. We're going through the funnels, like all of the stuff that no one really wants to tell you with how you actually can get out here and make it happen. And then, of course, you know, um, also outside of outside of the that training being three to five hours, you know, I always tell people to show up with a notebook. People mm-hmm. always send me screenshots and stuff and videos and they're like, oh my God. They're like, I have nine pages of notes. They're like, this is insane. Yeah. Um, so get a notebook and I tell people to jot down their questions as I'm going through the training. Cause once I get started, I don't stop until we get to Q and A. And I do the best I can to try and answer. Of course I can't answer all the questions, but I try and answer as many questions as I can. So sometimes we're hanging out for like anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half, just going through Q&A, just trying to knock down questions for people. That's amazing. God, that's so valuable, Ashley. I can't believe you do that for free. Because I think a lot of those webinars, 
because just like how you said there was the expert era, I feel like there was the the sort of fake out webinar era where you would go to the webinar and then you would think you'd be learning something and it would just be like very surface level telling you, you needed it instead of telling you how to do the thing. Yeah. You want to know where that came from? Like, and I like, somebody's going to be mad at me, but I don't care. It's the truth. So what that comes from is people that are like fake experts or fake gurus. They don't really have a lot of experience. They don't know a lot about the subject that they're talking about. And because of that, they're very limited in information. So they're not going to actually give you something that's tactical that you can go out and apply and win and get results with. They're going to keep it surface because the reality of the situation is they don't have anything else to give you behind it. Like that's where they come from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. yeah, so like if y'all go to Plan With Ashley Ann, you can go over there, planwithashleyann.com. Go over there. Um, it'll show you when my next class is. I try and do them um, on Sundays and just put in your name and your email so I can send you a reminder. If you want me to text you, it'll be a thing where you can put in your text, um, your phone number. I'll text you a reminder. We do them on Zoom, so it doesn't matter where you are in the world. And you can pull up and we're going to catch a bag together. So yes. I'm like, so- catching bags and you guys take screenshots when you do it. And I want to, I want you to tag me because we're going to do this together. This is going to be a fun field trip for all the magic makers who are out there listening. Let's do this together. It's going to be fun. Y'all got to make magic because we're coming out of the vid and we're moving into a recession. You know, that's the reality of the situation, but this is really the best time to be able to take control of your finances. This is the best time to be able to like maneuver money and bend the energy of it like towards you. This is really the best time. People are always talking about this wealth transfer that happens during recessions, which is true, but nobody ever really tells you how to take advantage of it. This is Mm -hmm. how you do it. And if you can build something now and you can get through when it's rocky, you're not going to have any issues like ever. You know what I mean? Like you're just not. So I know for some people, they feel like it's scary. Do not be scared when everyone is is retreating. This means it's time for you to go out and forge. There's tons of opportunity and it's going to be easier to take advantage of the opportunity because you're just not going to have a lot of competition because everyone else is freaked out. So you go, you get it, right? So in this case, you're going to come, you're going to get this info and you're going to go out there and you're going to execute on it, right? Yes. We're going to be that third person. (laughs) Third person, you're going to execute on it. And and right. And then we're all going to get to see the magic that's happening from it. I love this so much. Gosh, Ashley, thank you so much, truly for being here. This was an awesome conversation. I feel like I learned so much. I feel seen. I feel like you're just such a pleasure to talk to. I can't wait to attend blueprint to social media sales. Honestly, I'm so pumped. It's so, it's so much fun. I'm so excited to have you and all of these magic makers. Like, now I'm going to tell y'all, your, your brain might be spinning when you get done with it. Just sleep on it and, and the next day it'll fall into place. Okay. Don't, that's it. That's my warning. Yes. It's going to be a lot of information. That's my model. I am a value bomber. I'm going to try and snatch your edges off and grow some more. <laughs> while we're in the training. So <laughs> yes, I love you so much. That's so fun. I'm a value bomber. You have so many good quotables. I don't know how I'm going to choose what your little audiogram is going to be. Cause there's just too many. There's just too many. 
I love it so much. You guys, all of the information on how to attend this workshop is going to be in the show notes, planwithashleyand.com. There's also a number that you can text the word commas to, to get a totally free. Again, she's yeah. just throwing stuff out for free. Yeah, 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 like a crazy yeah. person. Like she's yeah. one of them cheerleaders at an NFL game with t-shirts, just launching it into the universe. Cause I'm a value bomber. Okay. She's a value bomber. <laughs> K-O-M-M-A-S. Text me and I will actually text you back or someone on my team will text you back, but we have real people. We will actually text you back. Yes. But yeah, totally marketing plan. You do not have to put in any credit card information, no debit card information, none of that. It's just a totally free 14 day crash course on, and it's a totally free marketing plan. Just texting that word commas into the number we have in the show notes. So thank you, Ashley, for being our favorite value bomber. (laughs) We can't wait to, to continue to learn from you and grow with you and just continue on this amazing journey that we're so lucky to be on. Well, let me tell you this before we dismiss. Thank you so much for having me, but thank you so much for having these conversations and really, really, really getting people to understand as an entrepreneur is not just about money. It's not just about sales. It's not just about hitting a quota. And that at the end of the day, if you are not taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally and spiritually and however else you need to take care of yourself, you're not going to be a good visionary and you, your business, you're not going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. So I commend you so much for that because it's not talked about enough in our space. And there are so many people that are having burnout, anxiety, imposter syndrome, you know, just people being crippled by fear sometimes because, because they, you know, there's no outlet or there's no one else talking about these things that all of us go through as not just entrepreneurs, but as human beings. So thank you so much. Oh, wow. Crap. You're going to make me cry, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I am really, really grateful for all of that love. Oof, I'm going to receive that. That's beautiful. And it's true. I mean, I feel like it's vulnerable. It's vulnerable to be an entrepreneur. It takes a lot of bravery. It takes a lot of knowing yourself and trusting yourself and it's wonderful to, to think about having this dream life, but until you really get good with your soul, none mm-hmm. of that dream can come true. So thank you. Thank you for that. No, thank you for what you're doing. And thank you so much for allowing me to be a guest today. Of course. So happy to have you. I have no doubt we'll have you back. This has been such a great conversation and yeah, I'm just excited. I'm excited to keep going and learning from you and we're just going to be best friends now. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. This has been another episode of find your magic. (laughs) Take care. Hey, magic maker. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you're truly committed to inviting more magic into your life. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Find Your Magic on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to this stuff. Each review truly means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Now go out there and find your magic.